how about that show? It was it was actually entertaining. I liked it. Um, it felt more like a awards show. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I, we talked about this before, um, how the Oscars just kind of felt weird this mm-hmm. last one. So this one felt more of like an award show, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I I did like Seth Rogen's little thing in the beginning, though. He's like, it's so crowded in here. They said it would be outside. I was like laughing. I was like, because that was my first thought, too. I was like, dang, they're actually all really pretty close together. But yeah. Um, so I was just like, OK, but yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah but no overall i thought it was a good show a lot of surprises a lot yes we'll totally get into the surprises so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna here we go hey friends welcome to a special episode of pop culture makes me jealous julia here and we've got our special guest mario from movies with mr mario and we're gonna talk the emmys which literally ended six minutes ago (laughs) So we're fresh off the show to talk about all the things. So we have almost three and a half hours. Yeah. That's yeah. I feel like, come on, guys. I we know the the Screen Actors Guild can do this shit in two hours. I feel like yeah. we need to like follow in their footsteps. Yeah. Um. But before we fully dive in and do a full on review, let's keep talking about what we thought. Like, I agree with you. I felt like it was more of an award show. Don't know how I feel about Cedric the Entertainer being the host, though. He had some good. He had some good lines and stuff. I really liked the um, the sketch with the the all his wives. All oh, his mm-hmm. wives. that was pretty funny. Yeah, that and was funny. The, um, the one with the support group with all the non Emmy winners. Mm-hmm. That I was laughing so hard. On that yes, one. and I but, love um, like yeah, Allison Janney. I did not Allison Janney. Allison Hannigan. Yeah. I had no, I didn't know she hadn't been nominated before. I had no idea. Yeah, no, that was that was funny. And then even Zoe, Zoe Deschanel and how they had uh, French Savage in there and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think he did okay. And I think, I mean, I think it would have been hard for anyone just because of the situation we've been in and mm-hmm. it being the first award show again, kind of almost like a normal full on in person yeah. So like I think, everybody I think, yeah i think anybody would have probably had a little trouble with it um but i mean conan o'brien's hosted it and he's done amazing mm-hmm. um and but I, I i think he did okay for what for what it was i think he did okay um i don't think he was like the best best host ever but i don't think he was the worst um, yeah but cedric's always funny and i liked his little jokes and stuff and even in the beginning with their little song and stuff with the the did uh, you like that it was okay i just like that they included like all these other celebrities and it wasn't yeah i appreciate the nod to bismarcky i really do yes. because he's that was a that was a hard that was a hard loss to yeah. you know there's just so much about his music that i was just really appreciate and when i learned of his passing it was really hard i do think it's really funny when like I just, I have a lot of opinions that I don't know if I'm willing to share on the show, <laughs> but I had a moment where I was just like, shall not celebrity be dancing right now? I'm going to go with probably not, but like LL Cool J coming out was pretty cool. Like, yeah. I appreciate that. I do love him. I think people forget that he, you know, was a rapper first. <laughs> yes. Before he does you know, see it. NCIS. 
LA or some yeah, shit like too. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I I appreciate that they and and the Emmy people strategically snipped his bit and put it on social. Like that's the only part of that yeah. that they snipped out and put on social because <laughs> I feel like they also were like, this is probably the best moment right here. <laughs> <laughs> I did like in the beginning, like the introduction when uh, Cedric was talking about oh you know tv's been around for a while and i used to watch it with my grandma and stuff mm-hmm. and, and that it that did kind of like oh it almost teared me up a little bit because it's like i remember a lot of good times you know sitting around with friends or family and just watching mm-hmm. you know the tv show every week or mm-hmm. you know we had to make sure we were home in time to watch tv and especially this last year in 2020 a lot of us were just watching tv at home because yeah we couldn't it... go anywhere and it, it it reminded me of the importance of television like We've come a long way from just like, you know, sitcoms and just all that stuff. But now we have streaming and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it really made me like think about like, man, TV. I mean, movies are great. Don't get me wrong. But TV's been there for us because it's like, yeah. I don't think a lot of us would have got through 2020 without a lot of these shows. Yeah, it there. brought so. it brought back it brought back that regular watch that communal watch you know where everyone's watching the same thing at the same time it's not like you know two years ago we were all kind of like oh I haven't seen that yet and oh it's on my list is kind of how but this this last year it's like oh my god everybody's watching this (laughs) we all got through Netflix there's nothing left on Netflix for any of us to watch we've all watched it (laughs) (laughs) okay let's let's totally agree let's get to it you know there was a lot of big wins tonight there was a lot of surprises there was a lot of duh obvi but i think the biggest um the biggest ballpark win is apple plus walked away with a bunch of awards and that's huge for them because they're kind of they spend a lot of money on their shows but also not a lot of people pay for their service so so in a way they're kind of an underdog um but let's sum up our uh, comedy. If for those of you who listen to our Emmy prediction show, thank you. And you will remember that um, Mario and I kind of had differenting opinions about certain aspects of that. So to refresh everyone's memory, um, for lead actress, I had predicted Jean Smart and Mario had predicted Allison Janney for mom. And the big winner of the night was gene smart you won congratulations that was that i was <laughs> like the only thing i got right <laughs> that's not true but <laughs> no she deserves it too she's a working actress she's been in the business a long time designing it, women well, i i we talked about this before but it's like there were so many great nominees this year mm-hmm. it's like it was so hard to choose even like mm-hmm. just like in our predictions it was hard to choose because it's like they were so good in that and they were so good in that and so um, everyone was well, well deserving. I'm glad yeah. Jean Smart got it. Um, I would have loved to see Alice and Janney just because that was her probably her last time um, for that show, at least. But yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, Jean Smart was it was a good surprise for her, and she deserved it. And I didn't know I didn't know that about her husband that her husband passed away like six months ago. I didn't so either. That, so that was even a that was a very touching speech, and I yeah. was just like, oh, that was a really good speech. Like yeah. I was very proud. I agree. Um, our our lead actor, everyone's favorite coach, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. 
and we both got that right and then after he won the hollywood critics tv awards for streaming best actor um on august 29th i was like oh i'm pretty sure that's in the back for jason sudeikis yeah he looked great in his suit though i saw your little poll too but yeah who like, yeah. <laughs> wore it better <laughs> yes. spoiler alert currently chris evans is leading that uh poll so you know <laughs> sorry jason you're a very handsome man however you got a lot to compete when it comes to america's yes. ass and ted Lasso. Yeah, I, sorry go ahead oh no go ahead. i was gonna just say his his speech was good too i liked like how he thanked his kids and all that mm-hmm. stuff and it's like and i forgot like him and olivia um wild wild divorce and stuff so it's like he deserves yeah, this win because he's he's gone through it too so it's yeah like, she oh, very publicly a... is dating harry styles yeah which is so <laughs> that's, that's a whole ha- another that's, story for that's another a time. hard you needed this win jason sudeikis yes and now there's millions of women who are like oh look at i totally didn't think about jason sudeikis right Ted Lasso also being the big winner for best comedy series. That was a that was no surprise there. Is very deserved. excited to see well that. Well deserved. Mm-hmm. And they in season three. I mean, I think we have three more episodes in season for, two. So for season two, yeah. Season three is going to be well deserved. It's going to be very interesting to see where they go with all these wins and stuff they're gonna have a lot to step up right like they have to keep going that momentum going but i think they have something special with their team not a lot of shows have i think what they have they've figured out the magic for cast crew writing and it's working and it's clear Mm -hmm. that it's working because even stephen colbert was like thank you for not being in this category tad lesso so we could win like yeah you're not wrong um they dominated the best supporting in a comedy as well because hannah waddington waddington hannah waddingham hannah waddingham won for best uh, supporting actress and you know everyone's favorite retired soccer player or football player roy kent brett goldstein mm-hmm. won for best supporting actor so that's pretty exciting kind of bummed that he, yes kind of bummed that the bulk of his speech was you know bleeped out so now i'm just like what did he say <laughs> i just think of that episode where he got bleeped out or he didn't get bleeped out on that sports show he was oh he yeah was like he was remember. abundant yeah <laughs> like dang they couldn't done that, that would have been well and funny. i feel if i my understanding is that europe and the uk isn't as strict about no language so no. you know here you got bombs flying everywhere and yeah well because that's how they talk. greet each other half the time exactly. right i don't know if that's true that's just what i've learned from pop culture <laughs> <laughs> so no surprise yeah so no surprises for us from uh from the comedy comedy category but for drama no. you know the um supporting actor uh you predicted um Giancarlo Esposito and I predicted John Lithgow and Michael we were K- both wrong. We were both wrong. Michael K. Williams won the Hollywood Critics Association um in in on August 29th. So I thought, oh maybe he might, but then I thought so too. Once I was like, dang, he's probably he might win because his death. Yeah, um, which was surprising to everyone. Yes. And so very sad, very sad day in Hollywood. Still very sad because it's mm-hmm. you know a huge shock. Little surprise shouldn't be surprised tobias menzies won yeah of course the crown won why didn't i predict that i know the crown just takes it every year every year i'm like everyone i guess people are not tired of that show no for for a country that was born out of deflecting from england 
I am shocked by how much we are obsessed with anything British royalty. (laughs) It's like, it's like we didn't really want to leave mommy. (laughs) Right. Um, but he did do well. I, he, my, he is my, um, he's on the show called Outlander, which I love. I love him on Mm -hmm. Outlander. And then he's also in the most season two. He's in the series finale of season two of modern love on Amazon prime. And he just did a beautiful job on that show. Um, we were, let's see, I think I was right for supporting actress in a drama, Jillian Anderson won. And I think you had predicted Tatiana, I don't know how to say her last name, but she was from Perry Mason. No, that's not right. You predicted, no, we both predicted Jillian Anderson. Oh, that's right. We did. We, I was like, wait, which... I was reading my notes wrong. I wrote down <laughs> that um, Tatiana from Perry Mason won the um, the critics, Choice. yeah, the Hollywood critics, critics yeah. Association and Jilly for for show, and then because they yeah. break it out between streaming and and yeah. mm-hmm. not streaming, and then Julie Anderson won for streaming. So we both got that right. No surprise to anyone, The Crown dominated this category. They won for Best Drama Series. Josh yeah, O'Connor man. won for Best Actor. Olivia Coleman won, I think, again. This is, isn't this her second Emmy yeah, win for this, this role? This is the second one. She won last time, too. Yeah. So this is kind of like, hey, if you're in the same category as The Crown, good luck. <laughs> And that was the joke Dr. Phil made in that sketch. Was, oh, that's right. You just, you just have to be in the crown or Ted Lasso and you're going to win. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Which? That's totally true. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't mind seeing like, um, what's his face from Seinfeld being friends, you know, like Ted Lasso's uncle or yeah. something. You know, Jason he comes over Alexander. for a visit. I could, I'd right? believe that. I could totally see that. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so, oh, good luck, man. everybody. I hope mm-hmm. they all get guest spots next um best writing oh we didn't even hit best writing on comedy listen it's it's 8 30 on a sunday it's been a long day but best writing for comedy hacks won, and i actually was, was very surprised by that i know there was so much competition to this year but i'm glad hacks won and it just shows the power of hbo too like hmm I, you forget how many good shows they're producing. Um, See, here's Hacks. the thing. I liked Hacks, but I mm-hmm. liked it from Gene Smart, Gene Smart's perspective. Yes. And and the guy that played her um, assistant. Like, those were the two mm-hmm. stories I was invested in. The Hannah Einenberg was not invested in her story. I thought she sucked. Like, her character mm-hmm. to me sucked. Like, she was not, like, the, nobody wanted to be her friend. Totally get it. <laughs> I would probably also be in that camp if I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> so it surprised me. That one kind of surprised yeah. me that it won because of that. But also Gene Smart was so brilliant in hacks that it's kind of like, yeah. okay. Okay, back to drama. Back to drama. Um we for best writing. <laughs> I predicted correctly. <laughs> the crown one yep but you had predicted pose and you know what i kind of feel like pose should have won because i did sit i did watch that final episode and i was like holy shit this is a good episode mm-hmm. so i guess just I, I don't know i don't if it's political or not it's just like again competition but it's like i feel like sometimes they're like as long as we nominate it we're good kind of thing. yeah like, 
because you could like, say you that you're nominated forever yeah, yeah. you'll so. always be identified as emmy nominated so and so or whatever yeah. yeah so but yeah <laughs> the crown again the crown no shock there <laughs> It'll be next interesting. year. We're just gonna say the crown for everything. The, crown for everything. the crown's nominated. We're just gonna make it all. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how they handle season five, though, because that'll be the late '80s, early like the latish '80s, but more '90s, and that's yeah. gonna be really interesting, I think, because you know that's when Diana really was just like, "Fuck you guys." Yeah, <laughs> but she couldn't say that because she was a proper lady. Of course, yeah. But they could portray that in the show and we're all mm-hmm. obsessed with diana like everybody's right? obsessed with diana there's no hope for any future drama series they should just all quit <laughs> <laughs> just take a break for a while wait till they're done and then yeah because they're gonna end after season six so you've got time right. Mm-hmm. all right let's talk limited series we had for supporting actors actresses we had predicted we both predicted Catherine Hahn that was probably the biggest shocker for me because I felt like if WandaVision was going to win anything it was going to be Catherine Hahn and mm-hmm. Catherine Hahn's been in the business for so long mm-hmm. so it's like ah oh. like I yeah Julia Nicholson she was great and I mentioned that earlier was she did really well but it's like Catherine Hahn is like she made that show too like she was so good on WandaVision I can't think of any other actor who could do that role right like she had a hit song too like come on yes (laughs) like you know the character that Julianne Nicholson played on Mayor of Easttown I feel like any woman who any actress who's been a mother of a child who's you know, you would do anything for your kids. Yeah. You know, like that line she says that she was like, I would have taken that to the grave, like whatever yeah. it was that, you know, she would have. And I'm like, I I feel that because that's the moral con- quandary of being a parent. It's like, mm-hmm. if my child is something heinous, like, what do I do? Yeah. But Catherine Hahn, they played such different types. Like they're the same person in every episode, but every decade. Yeah. And it's just was so different every single time, but she managed to make it the same every time. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I feel I like know. she was robbed. <laughs> she was totally. I mean, Twitter went up in a frenzy. I don't know if you were going on Twitter today, but mm-hmm. I was just reading all the, they're like, she was robbed. And I was just like, oh man. I did see over here too, but yeah, I did see that Twitter was a little pissed about like the not, you know, the lack of COVID protocols that they were doing, Um, (laughs) which I actually want to touch on that in a second because I looked it up. So I was like, what did the Emmys tell people they had to do? Because they made a couple references about like, yeah, because I was watching the E Hollywood e hollywood the live on the red carpet e pre show, (laughs) which is not a thing I normally do, but I was like, oh, that might be kind of interesting we'll get into we'll get i'll get into that in a second we gotta okay. we gotta hit these points <laughs> our uh supporting male we both got right evan peters well deserved mm-hmm. i was i was so excited his speech was great too it was like and kate winslet i was like yep that's kate winslet <laughs> he brought his mom as his date and i love that yes it was, I was like, so Aw. cute yeah speaking of kate winslet she totally won and i that's what we predicted so good job kate yes she was she's amazing 
I think yeah. she's won. I think she's won almost everything except a a Grammy, right? Oh <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. How can we yeah, get this girl a Grammy? She needs right? to be egot. <laughs> Her speech was good too. I love when people in Hollywood are still married to the people that they married when they're young. Yeah, that makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, a surprise on a surprise for me the lead actor I mean I didn't really have an opinion so I just sh- shared yours which was Hugh Grant, Hugh, and, Hugh it Grant ended, yeah. and it ended up being Ewan McGregor I was surprised yeah. it was a Netflix show I could see them probably promoting a lot more than HBO did did you watch Halston I started it I really couldn't get into it same it wasn't my it wasn't my cup of tea um, yeah. I love fashion but- and I yes. just could not, it was yeah. missing something for me. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I love you, McGregor. I've been watching him on movie, in movies for 25 years, but I can't, this I can't do. Yeah. But I guess he deserved it. I mean, yeah. He, must have, he, he, went all, he went above and beyond his normal roles, I guess. So that's yeah. good. So. Yeah. And he's, I didn't realize he was dating Mary Elizabeth Weinstead too, which kind of threw me for a loop. That was, that was a surprise of the night. And they have a child (laughs) together. Like, I was like, oh, it's like, I mean, you and McGregor, I knew that you had gotten a divorce, but like, I thought you were going to be like bachelor life for life. Yeah. Guess not. Good for him. Good for him. Yes. Um, Big winner of the night for the limited series, Mario's Prediction, won the Queen's Gambit. Gambit. I know. No love for WandaVision. I know. She, they won all the, they won a lot of the- The Creative um, Arts Emmys. Creative Arts Awards, though, so. Yeah. That was so At funny they when, they, when they said to Dr. Phil, oh, he has daytime Emmys. It's like that's right. You make that distinction because Doctor Phil's kind of trash. <laughs> yes. I was surprised they brought him on there, but his little segment was pretty funny. So yeah, it was. Funny. I give him props for that. Totally. Um, <laughs> I'm not a. Uh, there's. I'm not. I'm not super thrilled about the Queen's Gambit winning. I couldn't get into the show and thought, oh, maybe I need to read the book. So I yeah. borrowed the book from the library and I'm li- I'm reading this book. I'm like, this is clearly written by a guy who has absolutely no understanding of women and the way that he wrote the female character was like this is trash so i'm not i can't i read a chapter and i was like i'm not i can't do this (laughs) like i'm offended not offended but i was just like "Mm, nope not for me side note what did you think of the director's speech that was interesting yeah he he kept saying no stop stop like like listen listen that guy like who first of all sir you this is not about you yeah they like you don't get to tell them to stop this is not your show that irritated irritated me it irritated me yeah he's i believe he's a meme already it was just like yeah he got roasted on twitter and yeah people totally were giving him shit on twitter about it i um i where is it Oh, I commented. That's what I did because somebody posted <laughs> about it on tw- on in, on the gram. So I like commented. I was like, like he kept it was he just kept saying, "Stop playing the music! Stop playing the music!" And I was just like, "Sir, 
nobody wants to be here until nine o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give you a timer for a reason. Mm-hmm. The only person who can get away with that is the person getting the governor's award. Okay. Right. Yeah. Debbie Allen or not, you worked your whole life and you're being honored with this award. Doesn't matter if it's, I'm just happy it was Debbie Allen. I love Debbie Allen, but it doesn't matter if it's Debbie Allen or not. Whoever's winning that award is the only person who gets to go over on their time and to be like, stop the music. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) That will be one of the moments that we'll remember they'll talk about tomorrow yeah it's like this guy who are you nobody cares only only a very specific grouping of people care about directors awards which it's still huge right but like Mm -hmm. the general population who maybe is like an appreciator of you know entertainment movies television whatever isn't going to necessarily know every single director exactly I didn't know Zach Braff actually directed one of the episodes of Ted Lasso that was nominated. I had no idea he even directed because I I don't pay attention to that as much as I probably should. That was a really good episode. It was a good episode. Um, Do you care about what people wear? Is that like a thing you pay attention to? I, I like, I always like, I always like, it's not that I care. I guess I just I like seeing what like their decisions and they're making. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like, really, that's what you went with, or wow, you really like you can pull it. Like I, I think I tagged you in the Catherine Zeta Jones one. I was like, dude, she's flawless. Still, I'm like, girl, you rocking that dress. She is like, so beautiful, and that mm-hmm. color on her was so right? good. I was just like, oh. Yes, yeah. she and then, crushed uh, it. Jenny Smollett, she was. Her beautiful beautiful mm-hmm. yeah there's I, I mean i love yeah i just i like i like seeing what they choose to wear even the yeah. guys do like jason sudeikis's I mean, yeah, chris exactly. evans suit because <laughs> i like i try to imagine like if i was ever on the red carpet how would i would how yeah how what would be my decision to go like with, totally you know there were a couple <laughs> no's for me but i'm like it doesn't it's not gonna do any benefit by being like that outfit sucked i'll just keep it to myself (laughs) and if somebody asks me in private i'll tell him i know that outfit was trash um because it is hard to dress yourself oh my god the bit with schitt's creek with the whole so great so listeners told the writers to lift it up (laughs) so friends if you didn't watch uh the show the cast of schitt's creek the rose the roses the main family comes out to present for best something best com- was it, no it wasn't best comedy it was like it was a comedy award it was a comedy award was it was it? two they presented two right yeah writing and directing yes and directing. yes and so it's, there's no script and it's this whole thing and then they sort of create this conversation but they sort of channel their characters slightly from the show yes. which i thought was really funny <laughs> um and you know eugene levy's just like i was just trying to help and they don't have this script to announce who the nominees <laughs> are because yeah he tried he gave them notes on how to right? make the script better which and they all looked stunning too by the way oh absolutely Catherine o'hara she's just like that woman she's talented Uh she's beautiful she's just delightful to see on camera 
whether it's an interview or acting. I mean, she's just amazing. Right. Yeah. And it's funny because you think way back when, when she was Kevin McAllister's mom, <laughs> way back when, <laughs> or right. Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas, you know. Right. <laughs> it's wild and they're it's- doing a Home Alone remake. I just don't. Yeah. I'm just not a fan. No. <laughs> anyway, I cut you but, off. What were you going to yes. say? Oh, no. I was just going to say it was great to see them again because it was like, I forgot that show's done. Like they yeah. won, they won big. They swept the Emmys last year, which is amazing. So well, deserved. they totally did. But it was great to see them all together, and I was glad they they brought all four of them back at the same time. Yeah, so that was great to see. What did you think of um, what's his name, the doctor from? You know, Community and Forty Year Old Virgin. And... Oh, Ken Ken Jeong. Yes. What did you think yeah. about his bit? It was it was funny. I mean, <laughs> I think he could have done better. I think he was. I mean, I don't know if he wrote that or somebody kind of gave it to him. But mm-hmm. um, I I liked the him being outside trying to get in, kind of. Yeah, especially because LA just did that. Especially because LA did that whole like you can't come into a bar or whatever or a restaurant without unless Vax card. without. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it was it was good. I wish I would have seen more of him because mm-hmm. I think he's very comedic and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, him and his wife are adorable too. Yes, their for, picture on the red carpet. Year, I loved right? it. They've been married for years, and he's so humble too. From yeah. what I've heard, is like, like he's this outstanding guy because he's really, a, and I always forget he's really a doctor too. It's he like, keeps his medical license current because yeah. he mm-hmm. he was in an interview. He was like, "You never know when this acting thing's gonna end. I gotta have a backup job." Yeah. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> but yeah, you. him and his wife are adorable. So yeah. I love Ken Jong. He's great in everything. He really I is. Just wish, I just wish there was more of him on tonight's show, but it was good. I'm a little bummed too that he's on the masked singer and not like something more regular that allows him to like lean into a character to be. Yeah. Um did you have a favorite bit from the night? Uh Probably the like I said, I think the funniest thing for me was the sketch, the no the therapy, no Emmy, the therapy one. That <laughs> the was no Emmy therapy session. <laughs> yeah, that was probably my favorite one. Yeah, and I'll try to post it later so people can watch it if they. Yeah, yeah, that funny. was probably my favorite one. Yeah, Facil- yeah. facilitated or um, yeah. <laughs> so it had Zoe Deschanel, Allison Hannigan. Scott Jason Bac- Alexander, Jason Alexander, Bacula. Scott Bakula, and then Cedric the Entertainer was facilitating. Right, those were the and, only. Yeah, and then French Savage was directing. Yeah, the commercial. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so funny. Which he is. Uh, he's one of the producers for the new The Wonder Years. Yeah. Remake. So that airs mm-hmm. September twenty second. So one of the things, because Twitter, you know, is going up in arms about their lack of covid protocols mm-hmm. so i went to the emmy's website and it's for media you know for it's but this is specifically targeted towards media so i'm assuming i mean it's not safe to assume but i'm drawing the line of conclusion of okay so if this is what they're making media do and several celebrities commented that they had to get tested and show proof of vaccine that was can that's the whole premise of his show of his bit they had these COVID-19 protocols where you had to submit proof of vaccination 
as well as a negative COVID PCR test within 48 mm -hmm. hours of your onsite appearance. And so for those of you who are not super familiar with the Emmys, they actually do stuff for like the whole weekend. Like there's events throughout the whole weekend. And I think they do the creative arts the day before. Um, yeah. So, so it's a multi-day event for folks. Did, and I think they aired the creative arts Emmys this year. They hadn't in the past. I don't think. I think, yeah. I want to say they usually, I, I think it was on like TBS. It's on like, yeah, those, it's like, on a random cable. There. Yeah. Um, so, so that was some of the things that they had to do. And then if you would, if you notice some of the folks who were like behind the scenes, people, um, were masked. So mm -hmm. I think I'm making, a, an assumption that if you, even if you, you, maybe they had the choice if they were staffed to do a mask and, um, you know, even if they were vaccinated, but, but it sounds like like what they did with the Met Gala, like you have to be vaccinated in order to yeah. attend. That's mm -hmm. the conclusion I, I came up with. And then they had the whole, I mean, the whole, um, the crown, they weren't even there. Yeah, they, they were, were all London. in London. Josh O'Connor was there, which I wondered if he felt left out because his whole like crown family was, <laughs> was over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, poor guy, you just have to be there all by yourself in LA. Yeah. Um, and they, and so they required that all of like, the COVID results had to be submitted before you could even like be on site on your first day of being yeah. on site. So while I understand Twitter's outrage, it sounds like the Emmys were doing everything they could to try and make it as normal as they possibly can while keeping everybody safe. So. Yeah. And there was, and the, the attendance was low too. It was literally just the people that were nominated with their dates. Yeah. Like, and it's one of them like fourth of the size of a normal Emmys award because usually they do it at the big theater right where it's just rows and rows and rows of people but this year was literally just tables mm -hmm. and then the nominees themselves so it wasn't like so yeah it looked like a lot of people but I mean compared to a normal like a normal Emmys yeah two years Oscar ago season, like that's a fourth of actual people that were there yeah you know? the other thing that I thought was awkward when the um winner was done they didn't mm -hmm. have the person on the side sort of guiding them where to go because yeah. there was no person on the side because i'm assuming that's part of the COVID protocol so you have them just sort of standing like what do i do now where because do yeah because yeah, in the past and i'm sure they did that this year too because of all the adorable pictures of brett goldstein and hannah wanting him <laughs> <laughs> with their awards on um and in the past, they'd have somebody sort of shuffle them off stage, but that wasn't like an actual stage. There was like a stage in the center of the room. And then a little bit further back, there was another stage. So they had two separate stages. Yeah. And so that kind of made it awkward. So I don't know. Again, I don't know if they did that because of COVID or what, but there it created moments of like really awkward transitions, yeah. I thought. Yeah, because usually they get shuffled off to the press room real quick mm -hmm. to do some interviews or... Um, take pictures with their awards before mm -hmm. they go back to the audience unless they're presenting or something that are back on stage but yeah and then then i believe it was from the pictures and stuff i saw that part was outside yeah so and i mean they made reference that it was actually a giant tent like they were technically i mean that they were in a tent oh yeah because that's what seth rogan was saying he's like remember they we're in a hermetically sealed tent yeah yes they put the they put the chandeliers over 
Like there was a cover on the tent, but yeah, it was it was probably just like one of those giant tents that you have at a wedding, you know? Yeah, but much nicer, of course. But obviously, yeah, it's, yeah. You know, they have more money than somebody throwing a wedding, hosting <laughs> a wedding. I don't know. <laughs> Depending on who's hosting the wedding, right? Exactly. Um, you know, I was trying to remember Emmys two years ago because Emmys last year they count, but they don't count. Um, yeah. I was trying to remember Emmys two years ago and. Cause I was paying attention to the order in which they announced the awards this year. Cause you know, with all the other award shows they do, there's a structure to it. Like, you know what yeah. to expect, but with this mm-hmm. one, it was like, okay, we're going to start with all of the supporting actors, you know, not like, yeah, they kind of bounced around. I noticed that too. Cause I was like, wait, we're, we're back to this, this, this category. Like-, like I was expecting it to be like, okay, so all of the supporting like all the comedy stuff and then all the drama stuff and then the limited series like I wasn't expecting and then I just trying to remember did they have they always done it that way and then I was like I can't remember two years ago that's sad (laughs) a lot has happened in two years yeah that's fair (laughs) that's true yeah I shouldn't beat myself no I I I agree I think I want to say there there definitely is a more of a structure I think I don't know what was going on this time but yeah it was it bounced a little bit of everywhere i thought mm-hmm. that was something i did notice was because oh. i had our list broken down by category yeah so i was like oh i gotta go okay i gotta scroll okay i, I gotta, gotta go find this here. one yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you guys this is very annoying <laughs> right um i think that i'm glad the awards shows are back i feel like that's a great uh move um mm-hmm. yeah tell me i guess tell me your overall you kind of did already but tell me a little bit more about like your overall impression of the show do you think it could be shorter i think it could i mean i think all award shows can be shorter. yeah no shit <laughs> i mean the oscar and the emmys i feel like go the longest because mm-hmm. they're like the basically the last award shows and that's like the cutoff like that's that's the most prestigious awards for each tv and movies so for this one i i i think it was two it was what three hours and 15 minutes i think yeah something like roughly around that yeah because they started on they actually started on time which i was impressed on time yeah i was a little worried because football was still going Mm -hmm. on over time i was like oh man they're gonna start late yeah but no they started on time but um, there's always little bits you can take off. And I think like the awkwardness, we talked about the transitions, stuff like that need to be worked out a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going more into technical stuff, I guess now. That's but, fine. Yeah. Go into yeah, the technical over, stuff. I mean, overall, I think the show was good for coming back again from a pandemic year. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was, it was good. It felt like an award show. Mm-hmm. Um, technically, um, like I said, just the awkward transitions and, a couple of the bits, like you said in the beginning, the Bismarcky thing, I thought was kind of cool. But and don't get me wrong, see, see, it was no, I could see where people have brought and but and like there was a point, good, but there was some cool stuff like LL Cool J. The LL Cool J part was cool, but like I don't need to see Mandy Moore singing along. That just feels weird to me. Like Mandy Moore, no, this isn't for you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, overall, it was a good show. I'd give it like a B. A B. Okay. Yeah. Did you have a favorite yeah. speech? Oh, um, man, that was... Because some of them I got really emotional. Got, yeah, 
I think uh, Gene Smarts was good. Yeah. I really heard Jason Sudeikis was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Don't even Hannah know what Winning- Brett Goldstein said because it was bleeped <laughs> out the whole time. <laughs> Hannah Winningham was good. Yeah. She was good. Did you know, um, I didn't know this until recently, but she was like really desperate for a job that was going to keep her close to home so she could be with her daughter. I didn't know she was a single mom. And then the show shows up and it gave her exactly what she needed so she could like do momming and still work. And I just, I freaking love that. Right. All these little stories that you're just like, mm-hmm. oh. But yeah, no, those were the good speeches. And then um, the governor's award speech was great too. Oh, Debbie she Allen. She was always good. I just love Debbie Allen so much. (laughs) I love that Juno Temple cried during Hannah Waddingham's speech. Oh, I meant to say, yeah, I love that. There's, I mean, even in the show, they're like woman power and Mm -hmm. they're they're best of friends and they support each other. And it's like in real life, they still do. Like she didn't win, but she was so happy and Mm -hmm. proud of her friend. And I was just like, see, that's what, that, that's what needs to happen more. Like, like, yeah, I didn't win, but. Yeah. I thought Olivia Coleman's speech was really hard to, she was like clearly like emotional. Cause I didn't realize yeah. like she's another person who lost a loved one. I don't think yeah. she lost him to COVID, but during that time, which changes the way that you can grieve when there's restrictions on, so exactly. you know, coming together and it's going to be hard. Um, I thought that was really touching. Um, yeah. Those are the ones that kind of stuck out too. Jason Stakis, Hannah, and I, I'm just desperate to know what Brett Goldstein said. <laughs> right. I'm sure there'll be an unedited version somewhere. Hopefully. I sure should hope so. Listeners, if you find one, send it in. Cause I need, I need to know what he <laughs> said. I was like, who's there in the room that could be recording on stories right now? Right? <laughs> yeah, I go through all these people's Instagrams. <laughs> I need to know what he said. Um, yeah. I think that, I think they did a good job for what, they could do considering the what we're coming out of but you know there was some technical glitches that were noticeable yeah yeah and i don't know and it's funny because i don't it would be i wonder if it's noticeable to like the the casual viewer Mm. like you and me we we study this stuff and we I think we nitpick because it's like we've been watching these shows forever. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm so I'm wondering like what a casual viewer would think be like, oh, I didn't even notice that. Or yeah, that's oh, a good yeah, point. It was so great. Or so I've always I wonder. Yeah. You know what I did notice today? So I like I, I mentioned earlier, I turned on a the e channels um mm-hmm. red carpet preview, which that wasn't a thing that they did when I was younger like when I was I don't well maybe I don't know because we didn't have cable until until I was a senior so maybe they've always done it and because we didn't have cable I didn't know but you know the um network that aired that show would always have some sort of like pre-show an hour before Mm -hmm. the show started and so those types of things have changed a little bit but I was thinking about it when I was watching the e-channel because they had so Karamo Brown from um Queer Eye but also like real world (laughs) (laughs) was the red carpet guy for e and then um i forget the gal's name but she does night she's on nightly pop on e and then another gal and then the third gal was from rotten tomatoes and she but but the nightly pop gal and the rotten tomatoes gal black women and then the gal in the middle of the couch she's you know white and i think she's british she had a little bit of an accent but i'm sitting here thinking i was like god i don't remember i think the reason why i stopped watching these red carpet prep shows 
20 years ago was because everybody was like a skinny, perfectly coiffed white person. And I was just like, I don't care about like, we don't have, we're not coming at this show with the same perspective. I don't care what you think. So I stopped. I just like completely stopped watching them. So it was nice to see, um, you know, a, a couch full of women talking about the pre like pre-gaming for the emmys mm-hmm. it's, it's like this i love it because before it was men it was always men yes. it was all men not that there's anything wrong with men but you know after a while you're just like i don't really care about this dude's opinion about this female actress like i don't know so it was nice to see that and maybe i'll start giving pre-shows a chance again <laughs> <laughs> oh you know who who made me laugh was uh, jennifer coolidge oh my gosh I love Jennifer Coolidge, like yes. she does, and her little thing, like congratulations to all you men who've had it so hard. <laughs> like you, you persevered. You overcame. I was, like, oh <laughs> I was like, oh Jennifer Coolidge, this is why we love you. She cracks me up. <laughs> I just, oh, she's the best. When she was interviewing with Karamo on the red carpet, she was like, yeah, Legally Blonde three, and she makes this comment because he's like, what do you think? what do you expect for Legally Blonde 3? And he's, she's like, I hope Reese and I do a lot of running. <laughs> what? <laughs> she's just so, like, candid and so yeah. brilliant. Like, oh, she's just the best. I think one of the things that made me so happy about the diversity on the red carpet, uh, pre-red carpet event was the gal from Rotten Tomatoes when they were talking about Jennifer Coolidge. She did this mm-hmm. movie called Austin Land, which uh, in in our si- upcoming Sister Act episode that releases on Wednesday, the one of the gals that was on the show brought that movie up. And I thought I was the only <laughs> one who had ever seen this movie. Anyway, the gal from Rotten Tomatoes was like, that's like one of my favorite movies. And I was just like... I there's more they do exist oh my gosh you <laughs> just start a club right now this very minute right? <laughs> what is your name again so I can find you on the internet and we can become right? best friends over Jennifer Coolidge and Austin Land. that's so cool I love it when Aww. that shit happens because it's mm-hmm. like Austin Land for anybody who's listening is about this woman who like goes on this vacation you can like purchase a package uh, to live like you're in Jane Austen's era is that the one Harry, with Carrie Russell Carrie Russell okay. <laughs> stars in it. which by the way I thought her dress was beautiful mm. I thought she looked stunning I was like yes Carrie Russell get it girl but I think my favorite dress this is me being I'm getting I'm going all over the place because we don't have an official script so sorry listeners um my favorite dress there's, I have three that I loved. I loved Yara Shahidi's dress. I thought she looked incredible. And then when Angela Bassett was announcing the best, um, the final award, I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like she and Yara, Yara Shahidi, <sighs> I'm running out of energy. Um, she and Yara Shahidi should do a movie together because I would totally 100% believe that they were related. Like, right. they looked like they could be related. To me, it not related to me, but to me, they look like they could be related. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Yara's dress was beautiful, I thought. And then I loved MJ Rodriguez's dress. I thought that dress mm. was gorgeous. She wore, she was, she said she, it, her dress was vintage. Um, oh, shoot. The gal from the Black Lady sketch show, I forget her name right now. Her dress was stunning too. 
Those were my favorite. <laughs> there was a very, there was a very good, uh, or, um, very well dressed people tonight. Yes. I, yes. Like one of the better dressed. I feel like. I agree. Because sometimes you like even like the Oscars and stuff. Like people go way out, and it's mm-hmm. like. Mm. But I felt like this was more very formal and like even the wild ones weren't that too weren't too yeah like sarah paulson had those big big sleeves (laughs) and i don't know any of made it work she made it work any other person any other year i probably would have been like i'm not here for this but she's stunning and she's an impeachment which is you know the american crime story which is the i forget that's her playing um what's her face i was just like Oh my God, Sarah Paulson she's again. So talented. She's so talented. Exactly. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> I just even though uh, Kaylee Cuoco, Cuoco, her dress was good too. Yeah. Like that yellow. That yeah. really worked for her. I was like, oh. Yeah, I agree. Um, what did you think about who did the bit about the Miss Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and like the collection oh, that was uh Stephen, that Stephen Colbert. Colbert what did yeah. you think of that because I was like are okay I understand you're trying to make commentary on the recent recall election in California yeah, but I, I actually did not like that was probably the one thing I didn't like I felt like it's just totally out of place I thought it didn't work either and I don't know yeah. if it didn't work because maybe they were trying I don't I, it just didn't it just wasn't funny yeah, to me. it just kind of came out from left field. It was just yeah. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> it was like, I just don't think you guys partnered that well with what you were trying to do. I don't know. And yeah. normally I don't give a shit about political comedy in the award shows. Like, that's not a thing I care about. I know other people get upset and will stop watching because of that. And I don't really care. But yeah. that, I just thought that that joke didn't land well and yeah, it wasn't it just funny. Totally fell flat. Yeah. <laughs> Mindy and, Kaylin's little bit too was good. She's so she's amazing. Like, Kate Winslet, you're not really British. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's amazing. She I wish that more of her stuff would get nominated because Never Have I Ever was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then also Four Weddings and a Funeral, like she took that concept and made it its own, but still was respectful of the original movie. Like that's yeah. she's just really good. Um yeah i have nothing yeah. else to say other than well <laughs> it was done a good, show. good job thank you for giving this to us we understand it was probably real hard because covid <laughs> now they're all partying it up somewhere i know i'm jealous These little after parties yeah. and having drinks and good food but they can't get into any bars in la unless they have you know proof right. of vaccination <laughs> so hopefully somebody's having a Which private they party all should. yes they all should and hopefully somebody's having a private party so they don't have to worry. Right. Could you imagine you're like walking into a bar with your Emmy and you're like, yeah, I would be the person who would like lose her Emmy at the bar. Oh, my. can't you get in trouble for that too? Can you? I want to, maybe I remember reading something about, well, I don't know about an Emmy, but an Oscar. Yeah. Like you're, you're like legally bound. You can't like, you can't sell it. You can't. Like you could get like in serious trouble if you do anything wrong with your Oscar. So oh I'm wondering God. if the Emmy is the same thing. I remember reading about it a long time ago. Oh my gosh! Now I'm gonna have to look this up, but I'm pretty sure like if you lose it, you're not allowed to sell it. Like, 
okay when you find the answer you tag me and we will share it with everybody here and it'll be yeah because you know it's like what do you do with it after you win it's so big it's put it on a shelf obviously but do you go home first and put it away because i would be the person who is like we either need to party now or i'm not partying at all because if you want me to drop, go home to drop this off, I'm just going to go home and put on my sweatpants. <laughs> right. I'm sure they have their, like, assistant or some, or maybe because they have all the after parties, maybe they keep them, because they have to get them. Engraved. Like, yeah, they get them engraved, so they yeah. have to drop them off, get engraved, and then they pick it back up. So I'm yeah. wondering, like, that all happens during the after parties. Mm. And then they go grab it, and then. Yeah. But there was, I remember seeing, I remember seeing, it was a few years ago, it was either an Oscar and Emmy some actress was in the clubs doing that. She had her Emmy because she's like, I didn't leave my side. It got so heavy, but I didn't care. Like, I forget who it was, though. Oh, that's funny. But I remember seeing it on social media that like, mm-hmm. she had it the whole time. I, again, I would probably be the person who got so drunk <laughs> that they would be like, where did I put my Emmy? Where's my Academy Award? <laughs> it's in the bathroom it's next the bathroom. to the toilet where you were throwing up whoops no i'm too much of a professional for that shit mario <laughs> i'm a well pro. if you want an emmy you might be like yeah you never know. i would because you know they probably i'm making a speculation now but to get into like everybody's clearly wearing spanks all the women to get into their dresses oh, yeah. and so i'm thinking like oh i wonder if they don't eat before all day because they have to like fit into these Ex, you know expensive outfits and plus the whole slimming stuff and the smoothing things and all these things so if they don't eat and then they go and party you're getting hella drunk because you don't but that's a rookie mistake you don't go out and party after not having eaten and hydrated all yeah. day <laughs> or you'll see like the celebrities they'll stop at like in and out or mcdonald's after yeah to eat something and then they'll go to the after party. Yes, because that's even still a better move. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> any final thoughts that we need to share that you have? Any burning uh, no, it was, topics? It was great to see an award show again. I'm excited to see what they do for the Oscars now because I feel like the Oscars have kind of like a something to look at and yeah. kind of see to go from there. So, yeah, something better hoping, than what they did for 2021 because yes. that show was trash. <laughs> Yes, so we'll be looking at you, Oscars, next. Yes. So you're next. But a lot of good winners tonight. Um, I think, and I think just tonight just proves like how competitive TV is, and there's so much good TV on. Yeah. Um, via streaming and via just regular television, that there's so much good yeah. stuff. I wonder so, if they'll ever separate streaming from network. I don't know. I was su- I was surprised to see that when I was looking up who won for the Hollywood Critics Association Awards. Mm-hmm. And when I, because I got confused, just like, how did this one and this one both win? Oh, because one's deemed streaming. Yeah. They could. Yeah. I could see that happening. <laughs> but we'll see. But yeah, so when people say, oh, I don't know what to watch, just go back to these lists and start you know start from there start totally adding, start adding some of these shows to your queue because there's some great shows on there absolutely because <laughs> it's there's so much good stuff and i'm i'm literally like apple tv is probably just like yes because the morning show won a bunch of stuff last year mm-hmm. you know um with screen actors guild and golden globes and whatnot and now they have and apple uh, tv is the cheapest out of all the streaming it's five bucks a month yeah and for so those who have to pay it. for it 
<laughs> well, <laughs> I'm gonna have to start paying for it soon because they were like, you keep buying things. We have, you know, they did announce actually that oh, they're yeah. gonna start charging people who even purchase their products. So um okay, well, I thank you for doing this real quick. Very special episode of Pop Culture Makes Me Jealous to talk about the Emmys and what we loved and whether or not we were right or wrong. Um <laughs> Can you remind everybody where they can find you if they want to keep up with you online? Uh, you can find me on my Instagram, Movies with Mr. Mario. I, I do movie reviews and TV reviews of stuff I'm watching. So I appreciate a follow. Awesome. Awesome. And listeners, Mario will be back in a few weeks to discuss La La Land. And that I was re-listening to it the um, over the weekend just to get it transcribed. And I was like, we did such a good job. <laughs> now I don't want to go watch La La Land again. I, I know. I, d- I literally was like <laughs> on my, um, later that day I got in my car and I was like, I'm going to put the La La Land soundtrack on because we were just talking about this and what our favorite yes. numbers were. <laughs> and I spent the next two days listening to the La La Land soundtrack. So apparently I can influence myself go figure anyway um and then you'll be back in december to talk about some holiday stuff too which is pretty exciting so excited i love christmas movies yeah and friends if you're really into those you know um you know scary movies and shit totally give mario a follow for that because you're not getting any of that here (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting ready so october i do 31 days of horror movies so that Every sounds stressful. What I'm watching. Yeah, that sounds real <laughs> stressful. So, but for you horror fans of film, Mario's your guy. Get in there. Awesome. <laughs> well, friends, uh, as always, you can follow us in between episodes on Instagram at Pop Culture Makes Me Jealous. And uh, thank you for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. 